All right, we ready? Ready. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 39 of the Chocolate Croissants podcast. This is Jordan. I am here with, with Matthew. Say Hello. Hi. Yes, yes, he's here. And, and I'm here with Justin as well. Hi, Jordan. And uh, I'm sick. And Matt, you're sick, right? Ugh. Yep, yep. <laughs> and Justin, how are you feeling, man? Um, uh, sick. I don't believe you. I'm good. I feel great, but I'm sick. Oh, I get it. Anyway, that, okay, this sucks. <laughs> so, uh, who, who's the sponsor this week? Rode? We going with Rode Microphones? Rode oh, Microphones. Yeah. Okay, so Rode Microphones, R-O-D-E dot com. So right now, all three of us are at our individual homes, so we're using uh, an NT-USB mic. Are you using yours, Justin, or did you not I get am. the cable? Okay, nope, you are. No, no, I'm using so the NT-USB mic, when uh, we do it a bit more formally all together, we use the Procasters. Rode microphones, they have been very lovely to us since episode one, R-O-D-E dot com. Uh, the Facebook stuff, the iTunes stuff, let's do it at the end. Let's begin episode 39. And guys, guess what? Even though it's uh, New Year's Eve right now as we do this, when everyone hears it, it will be 2018. So happy New Year. Hey, oh, jingle bells. Yes. Hey, to you. Um, so uh, we made it. We did it. We, uh, we and we still have the podcast. How did that happen? Hell yeah. Um, how did that happen? Diligence and hard work and persistence and love, communication, and um, Jordan. It was all you. Yes. Yes. It was Tell everyone those, how, you, how you kept it together. It was all of those adjectives, and of course me, by keeping it together, by, uh, by the letting... The glue. By, say again? You're the glue. Tell people how you're the glue. Uh, I'm the glue because uh, I don't feel good right now. I can't, I can't <laughs> do this. Um, so, so check it out. As you can tell, listening to episode 39 so far, we may not be in prime form, at least speaking for myself, I may not be. So we made it very simple for us uh, this week, uh, and we've, break, we've broken this down into seven categories. It is a new year. We are going to reflect on the year that was and look ahead to 2018 uh, by basically doing like a quote best of uh, type deal. We came up with seven categories. We will go over our choices uh, for each of those seven categories in this episode, and then every day this week in the Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash chocolate croissants, uh, once a day we'll be adding one of these categories and uh, opening it up to you guys to share your thoughts and experiences of 2017 and looking ahead to 2018. Uh, are you guys ready to do this? I'm ready. Okay, real quick, Justin, I got a bottle of apple cider vinegar. You did, And yes. I've taken a couple shots, and every time I do that, I mm-hmm. feel better for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Is there a limit of how much I can consume in a day? Of course not, no. All right. Have you tried I that, mean, Matt? I mean, it's real good for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great for I you. I would just say because it is acidic, um, you know, I, would, I wouldn't be sitting there chugging a whole bottle. But if you're sitting there diluting it with a bunch of water, or if you want to add honey or stevia, I'm sure it tastes great, like a, like a spiked apple juice, then yeah. Right. I just have it in my hand. I'm just kind of going raw right now. Um, I real see quick. Carly. She's nodding her head. She's like, yeah, man, that's what's up. She takes her shots. Yeah. 
So before we get into this real quick, uh, Jordan's second annual holiday party presented by 1990 Mariah Carey. That happened. That's where we all got sick. Uh, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for having us. Sorry I couldn't stay longer. I really just started feeling shitty. Um, but I had a great conversation with Daniel, mm -hmm. um, the one-arm warrior, and uh, had some Chick-fil-A, watched some WWE, watched some My Morning Jacket, watched some... Adams for Peace. Was it Radiohead? Adams for Peace. Yes, Tom oh. York with Flea and Company. Sick. Yeah. That was Yeah, that was dope. Um, Jordan, you got to meet Natalie, my girlfriend, for the first time. Yeah, she was tight. great, man. You acknowledged that she was real, which is awesome. I was skeptical. Like J-Lo? Um, uh, yes, like that too, because good. Matt is a modern-day Ja Rule. I am that. Thank I you. agree with that, yeah. You know, he nice. still tours. He just came to Baltimore not too long ago. No, he's. I think he is coming to Baltimore soon. I want to have him on the podcast. I think that's in February. He's got to pay for that whole uh, debacle of a festival that happened. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire? Fire? Well, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, something like, like that. F-Y-R-E? Fire yeah. Festival? Well, well maybe yeah. we can help him out by getting him like a Rode microphone. Of course. Anyway, so I actually got sick uh, at the very end of the party. And it was very strange. I've never felt something so acute. So <laughs> just as, as Justin, you were kind of in the last group of people leaving at night... And as you guys were leaving, I just felt something change in my throat. And it was mm -hmm. as if I was being infected in the moment. And then I just mm -hmm. knew I was sick. It was very strange. It is strange. But um, maybe, maybe I got it from you, Matt. I mean, it's possible. Did you guys uh, kiss? No, we didn't kiss. But, you know, we were sharing uh, Chick-fil-A chicken mm. nuggets, feeding them to each other with Really good barbecue sauce. It was delicious. Yeah, I was, wait, uh, wait. I, I have a, I have a qualm. Uh, I have a bone to pick here. Jordan, you didn't get the Chick Fil A sauce. I got agreed, two, dude. I got two things of barbecue sauce, and I paid dude, two dollars extra for the second. You didn't get the Chick Fil A sauce. I it's mean, all about the Chick Fil A sauce. And why do you need two of the same sauce? There was so much goddamn barbecue sauce. Like you should have gotten the Chick Fil A sauce. You know, party foul. Well, I agree. Totally. I also, Honestly, I also got hurt by the one salsa. The one salsa was too spicy. And that's honestly, Jordan. That's why you got sick. God damn it! I so, agree. So, so okay. First of all, the one or the second barbecue sauce was never opened. It's still in my fridge. I'll never use it exactly. and likely throw it away in six months. Exactly. And Justin, I had maybe like three different sauces. The one that I think you are referring to is one that I bought months ago. It's like a habanero sauce, but it's like very like generic, like a chichis or tostitos or whatever. Those are the best though. No, but this this like particular style, I didn't realize I had gotten that one. It's disgusting. And then I pulled it out at the party. I was like, all right, motherfuckers, you guys like eat my like shitty salsa. And everyone right. seemed to love it. Mm. I don't know. Eat all right. my shitty salsa. I thought Matt was going to say eat my shorts, but okay. All right. Why don't we move on to um, the seven awards of the year? Okay. So the first we have, being musicians, being that many people paying attention to this are interested in music, concert of the year. Matthew, why don't you start? Okay. Um, well, so the concert of the year 
hopefully it's not too gauche to say that it's a concert that I played, but I didn't go to any other concerts to watch any shows this year. Because I one? played a lot of That's not true. You and I went to see Jordan and your friend who plays the drums and keyboards at the same time. Oh, that's true. Okay, well, then I'm going to do a double whammy here. <laughs> so um, watching Jordan play with Reindeer was pretty sick for the first time. He did a really good job of leading the band. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I also thoroughly enjoyed watching Josh Dion um, play drums and sing and play keyboards all at the same time because that dude is just sick as fuck. Um, and I don't mean the kind of sick that me and Jordan are. Um and I really enjoyed playing a really fun show myself in London this year with Periphery. It was the last show with Nolly, and um, it was very meaningful in that regard. And we played to a lot of people, and it was just real sick. And I had a sick chocolate croissant that day, and um, just an overall banger of a, of a show. So that, said, that's what I got. You knew it was his last show at that time, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He yeah, that was it. Every, we we knew. But he came back for that show, right? He came back for that show. Right. Played that show, and then that was that. And that was like the biggest show as a band you've ever played outside of a festival. Yeah, that was our biggest headline show I think we've ever played. So it was a lot of fun, and the crowd in London is just always over the top. So. Um, Joe Hamilton was there, so shout oh, out. I yes. think I think I think Joe was there. Pretty sure um, he was either there or in Manchester, which was the night before, and I can't recall. But um, either way, shout out to Joseph Jonathan Hamilton. Yeah, I would imagine he went to that one because I think Manchester would be far. Possibly, um, or I think I, he's like outside of London. So well, he lives in Bath with Nala. Ah. Oh, uh, they live together. They don't live together. They live. They go to that coffee shop. They live near each other. I've been to Joe's house before. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but although Joe doesn't live there anymore, he moved since to, uh, I want to say Swindon, I think is the, the the city, but I can't recall. That might have been where he used to live, and I don't know. God damn it. 2018 goal. We're going to get him to move to Baltimore. All right, Justin, what's your concert of the year? So Jordan had to uh, graciously remind me of all the shows that we actually went to, of which I forgot most of them. Um, but I think the most memorable was there's a new venue that opened the Anthem in Washington, D.C. And Jordan and I and our good friend Jeff went to see Queens of the Stone Age and Royal Blood, but specifically Royal Blood killed it. Wow. Yeah, that's the did, concert of the year for sure. Did Josh Hom kick anyone in the head? He did not. Fortunately. Well, that's good. Yeah, everybody was safe and protected that night. No injured photographers that night? No, but the one that would really hurt people is um, Troy Van Lu, Lewin, Troy, the guitar player. Because he wears, he wears the boots that I like, the Jeffrey West boots with the crazy heels. That would hurt if he kicked someone. Josh seems... I don't know, like maybe it's a little more tame, but that still that was that was horrendous. Now that was a great show, but I'm surprised that you're saying Royal Blood is what stood out more so. Oh, oh come on, they just they just lit the place up. They were incredible. Fire. Yeah, because like like I love Queens of the Stone Age because to me it's like you know just riff rock for days, but Royal Blood has that same thing going on. 
What about you, Jordan? What was your concert of the year? Because you've probably been to more concerts than all of us. Uh, honestly, this was probably my favorite year of going to concerts. Um, I mean, and so many first-time shows for me of, of bands that I've wanted to see for so long, like Paul Simon or Gorillaz. Um, but out of all that, uh, same venue, the Anthem, just last month was St. Vincent. And St. Vincent is someone I've seen many times live. And the reason why this was my concert of 2017 was because I actually was skeptical and had some doubt going into it, uh, finding out that with her new record and this new tour, she wouldn't be playing with a band. It would pretty much be her, a microphone, and a guitar playing to pre-recorded music. And it seemed like reviews were kind of split 50-50. And even there was no opening band, like the opening act uh, quote unquote, was a 20 minute short film that she had produced. And I just wasn't sure of how it was going to be. And, and I should have trusted her. Like it was honestly one of the most uh, just uh, unique concert experiences I've ever been to. Uh, it didn't have the energy of a rock show because there wasn't a live drummer. Uh, but it just had a different energy. And it was super memorable. And it, it helped me be a bit more present with with just her vocals and, and her guitar playing because there wasn't all this distraction. Uh, if you haven't checked out St. Vincent, please do. She is she is my favorite artist, musical artist. Uh, I love her. Have you ever listened to her, Matt? Yes. Uh, she does it for me. She crushes it. I, I heard um, Los Angeles yesterday, acoustic on Sirius as I was flipping through stations and Oh man, there, there's a there's a part, and she goes to her lowest string. And it sounds like it's detuned, and it's just like I don't know vocally with the guitar riff and it being so minimal as what you're talking about. But obviously, with with what you're talking about in the concert, there's all the backing tracks and all the other parts going on. This was so minimal, and it felt so good. Um, and you you and I got to see her together. Um, last was that last year with my morning jacket. It was a couple summers ago in, in couple uh, summers ago Philly. Camden, New Jersey. And we also saw her with Queens of the Stone Age a uh, few at, summers ago. Merryweather, yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, just all fantastic artists coming together. Yes. Um, w- what's really interesting is you reminded me of all the shows that I had somehow, I was going through the venues that we go to, <laughs> and I forgot. I mean, we saw Paul Simon together, and we saw the Gorillas, which I never thought we would see the Gorillas. Yeah, and that was Han, wild. Hans Zimmer with the 40 piece orchestra. Right. I mean, yeah, it was a a really, really interesting and and great. Yeah, a great year of concerts. Oh, you know what? You know, I totally forgot. Like, um, we went together to see Every Time I Die. We did. There was a lot of great shows that I I I like this question because I totally forgot about all these shows. Yes. But, Justin, it was concert of the year. So as we move on. Concerts, but yes, the concert of the year. We're going on to meal of the year. Uh, this is something that I think you guys would probably m- be more interested in, as you just seem to get lit up by food in general more than me. But that's why we're going to let you start with this one. So for me, it it's actually local, and I'm really pumped because they just opened a third location uh, about like 12 blocks north of me. It's Me and You Noodle Bar. Uh, mm. And uh, specifically, I get this ramen bowl with a soy miso beef short ribs and beef dashi broth. And the first time I had it, 
I would literally prefer to just like bathe in it if I could. It's it's amazing to the point where I don't want to start eating it, and I'd rather just like take the broth and just scoop it up and dump it on the meat and the veggies and the egg uh, because it's a beautiful dish. Did you write that down ahead of time? Uh, I wrote down soy miso beef short ribs. I, I figured that. That was really nice, though. It sounds great. I tried. So, yeah, so local. Um, and then I saw they're expanding to, I think, like Philly and D.C. So, yeah, me and you, M-I and Y-U, Noodle Bar. Have you been there, Matt? I have not. We should try it, man. They just opened at the Rotunda in Hamden. It's, it's really, really good. I'm not sure if I trust your... Uh Judgment on food. Well, whoa. Honestly, whoa. give me this one, and then that can be kind of the litmus test. Okay. Does that sound I'll, fair? Oh, yeah, that's cool. I don't I mean, get an invite to this, Jordan. It's not. It's not that I don't, you know, think that you have taste buds because we do share the same like of Chick Fil A, but, um, you know, you're not like a foodie, so it's really hard to like listen this to to you and be like oh yeah cool i trust your judgment on this meal it's true but this is like the one meal that i legit get excited for and crave all right all right okay i'll 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 take that into consideration justin you're invited with your consideration in mind matt what was your meal of the year god this is you know it's hard to pick one um the one I keep coming back to was in um, Perth, Australia, and it was at this breakfast slash coffee joint uh, that was just out of this world. So, like, I got a flat white, which was just incredible. Um, I got fresh squeezed orange juice. That was some of the best probably the best I've ever had in my life. It was like a different color orange than I'd ever seen. It was like if you could have the perfect color orange juice, that's what that was. Um, And then for the entree, I had a lamb shakshuka with yogurt and cornbread, and it was just out of this world. What's shakshuka? It is a... uh, like a Middle Eastern slash Mediterranean dish that is like a tomato-based um, breakfast bake with like eggs, tomatoes. You can throw in meats. You can throw in all sorts of really good vegetables. Um, if you want to try one, I would highly recommend going to the corner pantry on a Saturday for brunch and ordering the shakshuka because they make it only on Saturdays. But Neil makes a killer shakshuka. It's kind of like a soup or like chili Maybe, I guess, with egg in it and yogurt. I don't know. It's delicious. Yeah. Justin, what was your meal of the year, man? Uh, my meal of the year, and I've had this a few times this year, um, was at Linwoods, which we were there, and I think we spoke about this um, on the last episode, and the three of us were together. Uh, and this was a Chilean sea bass with a... I got to try to remember the whole thing with a chilled crab uh, meat that was on top of it that had this really nice lemon on it. And then uh, it normally comes with Vert, but I swapped that for the wild mushrooms and it comes with uh, it comes laid across delicately a really nice horseradish uh, mashed potato. Wow, you sound like a waiter. Thanks, man. There you go. That's I, that's 
it's crazy because I, I feel more and more often I, I go out to, to get something, I get excited for a meal, and I'm just let down. But every time I go there, I feel like they always have it, and uh, that's the the tried uh, classic, and it's just so good. I could get that every every meal I go out for. I could just go there and get that. Matt, you were a waiter. I was. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have no voice. I was. <laughs> so let's move on from that. There um, you go. Chocolate croissant <laughs> episode of the year. Uh, <clears throat> we now have 38 and some change of chocolate croissant episodes. Uh, and even, I guess, more because that first, we, we called it a satellite episode. It never was given a proper number. Um, so out of these episodes, Justin, what was your most memorable Chaka Croissants episode? This was by far the the toughest question that was on this list. And I was trying to narrow it down to one. I think I narrowed it down to two, but I'll I'll pick one. Give us the just... honorable mention and then give us your true number one. Okay, that's fair. Um, well, let me give the true number one. Uh, Chef Neil... I think was the true number one, but I feel like I would have to really sit down and go through the episodes again um, to, to have a very clear answer to this. But I remember some really great highlights with, with the chef. Um, speaking of his, his journey and going to New York and the different chefs that he was around and eventually coming to Baltimore, deciding how he was going to... Uh, procure each piece and shop locally and the farmers he was going to work with and the relationships he was building and then the classes uh, creating a community around it and then I, I just think of Matt and I went there and Matt and I've gone there a few times and it's always such a great energy in there I like that it's quaint it feels homey and and I think when you put all of that together I think that's the one that sticks out the most for the year so that was episode 23 with Chef Neil Howe, if you want exactly. to check that out again. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. He was a really, really cool guy. Um, we've met a lot of cool people through this project this year. Uh, real quick, what was your honorable mention? Uh, I had a few, and, and I was kind of rolling them around. I was really trying to figure out the, the episode where I felt like I had the most energy when we were done. And, if, I mean, there were definitely a few when we, when we had – uh, John Minadakis of Jimmy's, Jimmy's famous, the famous, um, all of the, the wrestling mentions and moments were, were great. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that one as an honorable mention. Cool. Cool. Uh, Matthew, Matthew cool. what was yours, yeah. my man? Um, episode 20 with Daniel. There you go. Nice. That was my favorite. Had you I guys, think. you guys had met prior to that, right? Yeah, I mean, like I liked a lot of the episodes, and I had a, I, I had feel like we had good conversations with a lot of people that were very, very meaningful. But that one was really awesome. It was really intense. Uh, if you guys remember, it was an emotional episode where he really shared a lot of, um, a lot of himself and shared a lot of his truths, and you know. I think we should let him tell it, and I think we should have him back on as a guest sometime soon to kind of do a, a round two with him because he's got some stuff I think that he wants to share with people and that I think 
you know, from what we talked about even at your party the other night, Jordan, mm-hmm. he's got some stuff that he wants to talk about. So I think we should definitely have him back on for round two. I agree. That was my favorite. Yeah, I, and I, I respect just talking to him at the party, just how transparent he is with his journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. He's. I think, he, I think people would love to – well, I think he would love to share what's going on, and I think people will really appreciate what he has to say. So I agree. Um, I'll well, save it for when that happens. What was your favorite episode? So my favorite, uh, I don't think it'll come as a surprise to you guys, episode <laughs> 17 with Jimmy HaHa. Uh, yes. For me, it was a dream come true. It was really the first time that uh, we we started having guests, uh, I guess, more frequently that, that month. And it was the first time I reached outside of my immediate social circle, or I guess any of us really reached out uh, to someone to see if they'd be interested in, in doing this. And uh, from him, it was an immediate yes. And the fact that he seemed excited to do it was cool. Having him... Uh, in my apartment was surreal and uh and he was just a really great and engaging and and funny guy and really lived up to uh just the 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 pedestal that I'd put um him on for for a very long time so it was very gratifying for me um and it's an episode that maybe a month later I I listened back to and really enjoyed it uh more objectively so episode 17 Jimmy Haha, that was my episode of the year. There's a great line that sticks out from that episode of, I believe it was you, and this may have been off the record, where you said something to to the effect of, dude, Jimmy Haha is in my apartment, and he came back with a, dude, I'm in your apartment, as it, it went both ways. And I think for you, that was probably a, a wonderful moment. Yeah, it really was. That, that was at the end of the episode, uh, I know, because... That was probably the first thing I went to listen to sure. when, uh, when, we, when we had it all recorded and published. Because, yeah, I mean, that, it felt like a moment for me. It was very validating and gratifying. Um, yeah, when I look back on this year, just like that snapshot of a moment, uh, yeah, I feel very blessed for that. Without diving extremely deep into the question, it was actually extremely hard to go back and try to find the the biggest moments and highlights in each. So I, I think for me, I just went with what comes to mind from this year? What's something that really just stuck out? And that's where I went with, with my answer. But I'm sure if I if I were to uh, do a deeper dive, I would I would probably come up with maybe a different episode. But, but I'm sure I would come up with a, a whole list of moments, even though it's not on this uh, this list here. But I think that would actually be pretty incredible to come up with as well. well but moving on... While yeah. you have the, the mic hot, Justin, as we move on, travel yes, destination of the year. What was yours? So for me, that started right at the beginning of the year in January. My travel moment of the year, and I'm looking at her, was when Carly and I, <laughs> was when Carly and I, who's making gestures towards me, making me laugh. Like a suck uh, gesture? No, she... um. No, she did something else. But um, close, very close. Uh, we traveled on uh, Navigator of the Sea, is I believe the boat that we were on. We traveled from Miami to the Bahamas and then to Mexico and back. And uh, and on that cruise that we were on, the last night we, we got engaged. 
And so the desti- I guess I'll pick the destination as the Bahamas, but the whole thing. So all three. Clap it up. There we go. Ooh, um, give me a little another jingle, please. Another yeah, jingle. Well, I just took a shot of apple cider vinegar for that one. Hell yeah. How do you feel? Can you talk? I, I feel very very lit up right now. Uh, fuck was that a Buck Cherry reference? Uh, it was, in fact. Okay, um, good. Speaking, exactly. well, that 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 was wonderful. I was very happy Thanks. for you, Justin. Uh, I know you did it in Thank front you. of a uh, a studio audience of sorts. I did. Yes. Um, and I like there was there's no video proof. Is that correct? No, there there was video proof. I I I got with the crew's director, who was fantastic. Uh, we we made a spiel, a little thing, put it together. He, it was the, the, the last uh, comedian of the night in the, the big auditorium, and he alluded to there's someone in the audience who can tell a better joke. That was me. I went up on stage, took the microphone, invited Carly up on stage, did the whole proposal. We were then presented a DVD of the experience of which broke in half. And oh, was no. Sub- subsequently, they delete it uh, off their hard drive right afterwards, so... There will never, never be proof of this. However, it happened, and I kind of like it that way. Yeah, I think Carly likes it that way as well. It's pretty cool. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, that's it's fantastic. Big. Well, speaking of uh, deletions and Matt Hardy, Matt, what was your travel destination of the year? Australia was my travel destination of the year. Uh, it's most plain shows or clinics? Playing shows. Okay. Uh, I got there in February. I was I did clinics a couple months before that, but um, I was there to play shows earlier this year. And uh, you know, it's always great to go there when it's freezing cold here in the states and it's summertime there. And that was the exact scenario that was uh, <laughs> that was going on down there at that time. And it was just awesome and always great food, great weather. Had a great meal, as I mentioned, um, and played some really fun shows. It was great. That's cool, man. I do want to go there. It's already 2018 for them, I think. It is. It is. It is. Well, happy Definitely. new year to everyone in Australia. Um, happy new year. So my my travel destination of the year uh, happened just a couple weeks ago when I went to New York City for Ring of Honor's final battle pay-per-view. And for a bunch of reasons, uh, one... Manhattan and, and New York in general is my favorite city. And it, I, I, I go there a, as often as I can, even right before I started with this job, and which was the first time that I wouldn't have flexibility in my schedule. The place I wanted to spend some time in uh, before I started was, was New York City. And um, so just to, to be working in this job uh, with the responsibilities I had in what was always my favorite pro wrestling venue of all time, and and to do it in the middle of Manhattan, uh, it was it it felt very very good to me. Uh, that on top of the fact that it was also the quickest drive into uh, into New York City that I've ever had, uh, with like no traffic under three hours. Um, <coughs> it was yeah, it was it was very memorable. And uh, definitely my travel destination of the year. How different was this trip for you than all, maybe all the other trips of you making it to New York? Was there a different 
feeling in the air, sense of something of, hey, I'm going here for work, but I know what's about to happen and how incredible it's going to be? Uh, in a sense, I, I mean, you know, it was kind of, I drove in and we worked and then we drove out uh, outside of the city for the hotel. So it wasn't like a New York kind of stay, um, right. but it, it snowed when we were there in, in, you know, the middle of December. So it kind of got that classic feel mm-hmm. of being in New York City. And in the Hammerstein Ballroom, it, it's just a very cool central location right by Madison Square Garden and Penn Station. And uh, so it felt very much like being in the middle of New York. Uh, so, you know, like you kind of feel that, like the heartbeat of, of even world culture to a certain extent. Um, it just felt elevated, man. It was, it was very surreal and cool. And it just felt like... Uh, just uh, it's hard to put into words what it felt like it was very special though um and truth be told like i'd love to live in new york city at some point in my life uh if if that's possible and i've thought about it for a long time uh but to be able to work there and contribute in a high level with something that i'm passionate about in a city that i love yeah it was very very cool um speaking there of you career moment of the year um you know, and, and really, I'll, I'll just go with this because it kind of piggybacks. Um, I did a lot of very cool things uh, within what I would call my career this year. Obviously, starting this podcast was, was uh, huge for me. Um, you know, I also had my first keynote at a professional conference. Um, but really, the whole process of just pitching and negotiating a role that was essentially created for me at Ring of Honor, uh, I mean, that is, you know easily the the moment of the year for me awesome that's a great like, moment yeah, yeah that's incredible. you worked very hard on that so yeah yeah and i thank <laughs> you guys too because you know that was basically the whole summer from from may until september when i started and you both were very instrumental and supportive uh throughout that whole process because it really was a process throughout the summer um and remember you guys were actually there the when I got the email saying that they were interested in in trying to create something for me, uh, and so you two were the ones there to help, uh, uh, kind of yeah support me and uh, for me to bounce off uh, all of my feelings and thoughts in that moment. So thank you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, it was it was. I think it was. I mean, for me, I know. I'm sure for Matt as well. It was, it was exciting for us to see it all come together for you, for you to go through the the ups and downs and all the different emotions you were experiencing. And then uh, I think the most exciting was being able to then publicly share it. Because you definitely waited a, a bit of time before putting it out there and making it public. You were there for maybe a few weeks, a month, um, before you decided to publicly announce not a career shift, but something that you were just adding to your resume. And I think that was that was probably very rewarding, and and maybe felt like uh, a a little. Did, did it feel like you you had some weight you wanted to unload a little bit and kind of share? Hey, this is this is this new adventure. I'm yeah, on. in a sense. I mean, I was definitely pretty private about it, even as you said, uh, the first month or so starting, just because I wanted to see if it was something that was going to work out for both me and and them uh, for the foreseeable future. So. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think back on what this year was, and, you know, at the beginning of, of 2017, there's no way I could have imagined uh, my life being what it is now. Uh, even the sense that we're all doing this right now through Skype and, and recording it, it's with a Rode microphone, it's all really surreal and, and amazing. Agreed. Yeah, well said. Uh, Matt, what was your career moment of 2017? Uh, there have been there have been a few pretty big things that, that have gone on this year, but uh, I would say it's a culmination of just, honestly, with the band playing the biggest shows we've ever played in every, in every territory that we've been in this year. There's just been uh, constant growth from year to year and tour to tour, and it's been really exciting to see that hard work paying off by seeing more people liking and, and caring about what we do as a band in all these different places. So that was definitely my, um, I think, the career highlight, just getting out, playing more shows all over the place and seeing more and more people just responding positively to it. It was pretty, pretty badass. That's really cool, man. Uh, you are very Thanks. blessed in that way. Thank you. Yeah, it was and fun. it was cool. And it was very exciting for, for us to come see you uh, this year as well. Yeah, I'm glad you guys made it out uh, in Silver Spring. Always and enjoyable. in at Soundstage, did you guys come to that too? Yeah, was that this? I don't think that's that was this past year though. Mm. Was that really? No, I I was gonna say was that really early this year? I believe that was last year. I can't remember, but I know we played Silver Spring. That was good. We that was really that. awesome. Absolutely, yeah, that was very cool. enjoyable. And Misha's Thanks. parents were wonderful too. They were, of course. Justin. Yes. Yeah, your career. You've you've been you know going through transition as well and adding new things and letting go of some things. What was your moment of the year? I had a, a few things that that came to mind when it came to this, and then and then I'll narrow it down to one. But um, I was really excited about the work that Matt and I were doing together in fitness as uh, the two of us working together on Matt's current fitness goal, which we we dialed in his. His diet, his nutrition was really on point. We found a plan that really worked for him. Um, and I think we found a training regimen that really worked for him specifically. And that felt really great, specifically when we saw these really great results of which we documented with some pictures. So we can do some before and after, which I think we'll release at some point. And we're going to get back there, post all of the tours and craziness at the end of the year. I'm really excited for that to come back together. Um, as well as Matt and I and uh, his really good friend and, and a, a great a great guy Alex, uh, we joined together to work on some other fitness endeavors and that was extremely exciting and I think that will hopefully see more light and actually see the light in 2018. So that's really exciting. But the career moment of the year to narrow it down to one is really the podcast. Something that I had thought about for years was eventually being able to do a podcast at some capacity, sharing information and talking, but I really didn't know when it would come together, how it would come together, and who would be part of it. But I'm not shocked that it's the three of us, but I'm, I'm extremely grateful 
and uh, just I can only just ex- express t- just so much gratitude for it being with you guys and it's crazy really to think about everything that that has come together because of it the community and the work that we're doing together and now uh, kind of expanding uh, the actual chocolate croissants crew it's very exciting so career moment of the year uh, hit the jingle bells if you would like to yes. the podcast the podcast yes thank you uh, so let's move on the next and last two are now kind of uh, oh, I guess I guess. All right. Well, this next one is looking forward into 2018, and then we're gonna Let's give reflect. this one to Matt. Yeah, um, Matt, life yep. skill improvement for 2018. That this is one of the cornerstones of our content at Chocolate Croissants. It's you know life and self improvement. And when you're looking back at your past year, and now looking into the next year, what one life skill would you like to improve? I would like to maintain the fitness regimen that I've started and worked on for most of the year with Justin, yep. but I've sort of slacked off towards the end of the year with a um, combination of a bunch of different things going down. I've heard some wonderful food has been going down. This is true, and I would like to get on track with nutrition as well, along with that fitness regimen and the life skill that that will take is more discipline so that's what i will be working on for sure wonderful what about you justin what one life skill do you want to improve in 2018 the the one that really came to mind was focus and i think focus really does tie into to discipline um but most importantly focus staying focused on the task at hand even focusing on the moments when I'm giving myself time to not be quote unquote on. I think it's pretty easy to always feel like there's a project, a stone to turn over, to look under, to say, oh, let me let me tighten up those loose ends. Let me work on this, that, and the other. But staying focused on whatever it is that I'm working on, sometimes I take I put a few too many things on my plate. I'll make a long list and I'm going through and I'm crossing them off. But I'm kind of going through haphazardly picking one and then I'm like, well, let me go do this while I'm working on the the first thing I started. Now I'm on number four. So I think it comes back to just staying focused. Well, that sounds good. It sounds like you have some good self-awareness about that and where you can improve. Absolutely. For and me, Jordan, for you. For me, uh, this is pretty easy. Uh, time and energy management. Uh, when when I took on this new job, which is a full-time commitment, I really did not let go of much of my other work, uh, which which meant a lot of you know new realities for me. Uh, I I lost a bit of thing, a, a few things that that I wish I had, and it's that'll be some time management, uh, more just uh, taking care of myself with exercise or meditation and. Uh, and being more social. And what's made it difficult is that I find myself to be low on energy and tired. So I realized that actually exercising and perhaps changing my diet uh, will help give me some more energy while still fulfilling all of my responsibilities that I've committed to. Um, in the past couple weeks, it has gotten a bit better uh, now that I'm adjusting to all these new roles. Uh, but 
Yeah, very simply for me, it's it's figuring out how I can best manage my time and my energy so I can feel fully fulfilled uh, in all aspects of my life. It's a great answer. Love that answer. I feel like you've been working on that uh, through the transitions most of the year. And I think if it stays set this way, which I imagine moving forward, a lot of what you're doing now is a nice snapshot of what you'll be doing into the new year and throughout the rest of 2018. So, you know, with, with some discipline and some focus, it's all going to come together. I'm trying, man. I'm trying, you know, I, and I we're going to, you go, go ahead. Uh, and we're going to work on your plan. You and I are going to sit down and we're going to come up with a, a regimen for you. Oh, that sounds good. It'll help. I know that, 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 I mean, and I'm sure we can all agree. It's like, if we all have something as simple as just a plan or like a roadmap, then then it's easier to kind of get things done. It's when you really don't have vision uh, for what you want to accomplish that it makes it a lot harder to uh, to make the things come true that that you desire. Of course. Uh, and now we have come to the end, my friends. We are 45 minutes in. I still feel like shit, and I think we can all agree that it'll be nice to to take this home a bit early and have some uh, New Year's celebrations. Uh, Matt, let's start with you. Uh, And this will be the most important uh, category of this episode. One person that you want to acknowledge in the chocolate croissants community in 2017. Who would that be for you, Matt? There's quite a few amazing people. In fact, everybody in that group is great. Uh, everybody who's participating, we really appreciate. Obviously, that goes without saying. Uh, someone who I want to acknowledge, who I've really seen come out of his shell, and who I've really seen be involved in almost every single conversation and every single thread, and has offered his help with almost everybody who's ever needed it. Uh, my good buddy Adam Yanzi from Sweden. He is a awesome dude, a great drummer. I've watched him grow into the man that he is today. And uh, I have a lot of respect for him, and I love seeing him put himself out there and offering his help to others, considering the things that he's been through. It's very selfless, and um, I just have a lot of respect for him. So that's that would be my, my person who I want to acknowledge, uh, along with many, many others who I know that you guys will mention as well. Yeah, but Adam is well-deserved. Uh, obviously, I've met a whole lot of new people through, through this community, uh, but Adam was one of the people that stood out uh and you're right he's very active in in a lot of the different threads and conversations going on and uh yeah i can easily see why he is who you picked matt justin i'm curious who is the one person that you want to acknowledge in the chocolate croissants community this year before i do that i want to go back and and adam was someone who i almost picked as well but i know we we all decided to to make sure we each had someone separate adam though uh, he had a huge year. Not only did he put out amazing drum covers with, with all this extra percussion work that he does, and he's a fantastic artist, not only did he provide tons of value to the Chocolate Croissants crew and community in the Facebook group, but he also put himself out there and was able to join a band which seemed like a band that he he loved, that he had done covers of before, and because of all the hard work and dedication that he put into his craft, it all paid off this year. So I just wanted to say congratulations again. I think we had spoken about it before, but 
he he deserves it, and that's that's fantastic. Now, since I couldn't pick Adam, and uh, Jordan took someone else, I came up with a person who maybe is not the most active in the group, but behind the scenes always helps us out, including today. He's going to help us out again. Father-to-be, as he said the other night at your party, he did plant his seed, Jeffrey Lang. Yes. Yes. Always there for us. Last minute, when, when we do an episode like today where it needs to come out tomorrow and we need it to sound fantastic... You send it to Jeff, and it comes right back. Yeah, so, Matt, did you have any sort of friendship or relationship with Jeff prior to this project? Yeah, absolutely. I've known Jeff for a long time. He's a great dude, and I have to agree that he has really been an asset to the team here. So, Jeff, thank you. Yeah, very... uh, Yeah, one of the coolest things about chocolate croissants is... And now, like, I'll, I'll, you know publicly mentioned as well our friend uh ryan uh as Asdenti? is that his name justin yeah ashley as okay sure. we've known him as ryan ashley for for a decade or so um but he's actually agreed to come on board and and help us as well and it's just been cool to see uh just friends and, and then uh who was a stranger the person that i'm about to mention just these uh people offer their help out of just like pure generosity, uh, because they they respect what we're doing or find value in it and want to be a part of it. Um, so, so the person I want to acknowledge uh, is someone that we mentioned earlier in this episode, Joe Hamilton uh, from from England, and he is someone that I did not know prior to this, uh, but he's someone that I know very well now. He's someone that uh, I am in constant communication with, uh, as not only he's been very engaged. And, and just a positive presence in, in the public, uh, or more publicly in the Facebook group. Uh, but he, along with Jeff Lang, has been helpful mixing these episodes and just treating the audio. And now he's been really, really helpful and taken on a lot of responsibility as we kind of level up this project and build a brand new website and get all of our content onto YouTube and Joe has been someone, whether it's the audio or graphic design, uh, who said yes to everything. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's just, it's, it's very cool for me to create a relationship with someone like that who lives thousands and thousands of miles away um, and is asking for nothing in return, but just the opportunity to, to be helpful to us and this community. So for all of that, uh, Joe and Jeff, uh, and, and Ryan, and, and you too, Adam, and everyone who's been a part of this, uh, I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's really appreciated. Um, and with that, Justin and Matt, we have come to the end of both episode 39 and 2017. Pretty crazy. What now? Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Well, I, I was, I was just thinking about uh, a nice post that I'm, I'm going to write as this is over, as we're finishing this, uh, in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash chocolate croissants, uh, to express some gratitude and to tell people who have not celebrated yet uh, to stay safe and have a, a wonderful New Year celebration. 
Matthew, do you have any final words before we shut this shit down? I just want to say thank you to everyone who has grown with us throughout this whole process. Having almost 40, pretty much 40 episodes under our belt now uh, in one year is pretty awesome. And um, I feel very proud to have shared a lot of myself and have you guys share a lot of yourselves and have had the chance to talk to the people that we've talked to. And um, it's a very humbling experience, and I really appreciate everybody. I might not be as active um, in the group, but that's something I'd like to do in the new year is be a little bit more active. Um, But I see what is going on. I see the conversations. I definitely – watch from afar as they say and uh fuck yeah speaking of afar did you know that these episodes have been downloaded by people in over 140 countries i did know that that's insane like that is pretty insane i thought i thought it was like 70 80 countries it was months ago but i kind of went through and took another count in the in the past couple weeks uh and like countries and territories, some I've never even heard of that we've had at least a few downloads from in each. It's uh, yeah, it, it is very humbling. That's incredible. But uh, the internet, man, technology, uh, we all can uh can share freely with you know whatever message we have with the world. So I thank both of you for uh, giving me the opportunity to do that. Um, hey Matt, uh, way back when. When uh, we were in uh, Alexi's uh, uh, laundry room in Los Angeles, did you ever think we'd be doing this? I did not. I did not think that. But that's the beauty of uh, of this life, isn't it? Uh, I'd say so. Even though about ten years ago, when we were in that laundry room, I did have this very clear vision that one day you and I would be co-hosting a podcast about pastries with my brother. You didn't even know what a podcast was back then. Stop lying to everyone. Okay, but you say that, but I did have you on an unreleased podcast way back when. True, but it wasn't 10 years ago. Yes, it was about nine and a half. So with that, we come to an end, to the God end of episode 39. Uh, Son of a bitch. You're going to sing a song? I'm going to take one more shot of this apple cider vinegar before... I head over to Dave and Buster's uh, for a uh, big boy New Year's Eve party. That's right. Put your big boy pants on. There you go. (laughs) Matt, Matt, I I think I heard (coughs) pre-recorded conversation that you're not going to be coming out tonight. I'm not going to be coming out tonight. That is correct. You are missing out. Daniel, uh, from your favorite episode, he will be there in the flesh. Say what's up. I will, uh, of course. I'll up? invite him back on in 18. Yeah, what's, yeah, what's up, Jordan? Oh, man, this apple cider yeah, yeah, yeah. vinegar. It's so I good. The, what, did the what's up get you going, Zordon? Yeah, man. Uh, much love to our truth out there recovering from surgery. Much so, love to our Oh, man, this is tough right now. Um, we're at the we end. We can help you out. It's Rode Microphone. Uh, Matt, real quick, what's, what's your relationship with Rode Microphones? Uh, I actually met them through our good friend Alex Walber. Uh, look how this shit just comes full circle. I love That's it. That's right. That's right. Right? So, right? Rode... Just, uh, go ahead, Justin. Rode Microphones. Rode, R-O-D-E dot com. Shout out to Matt, who's been nothing but wonderful in, in helping us and supporting what we're currently doing. Totally fucking agreed. 
Yeah, and and you. also because we we need to as well. Shout out to Nat a tattoo for being Absolutely. wonderful as well. They supported the shit out of us this year, and uh, it was wonderful meeting them at Expo East. And we we look forward to doing more with them in the new year. Uh, yeah, chocolate two five all caps in checkout for twenty five percent off. And also thanks to uh, to John at Jimmy's Famous Seafood who uh, yes. helped us out and hooked you guys up with an offer code as well. One that I do not remember offhand. I think it was chocolate in all caps, and you got 10% off at jimmysfamousmeals.com. Okay. Ooh, I yeah, assu- yes, I'd assume that's still active. I would uh, assume it is as well. Uh, Matt, that was a booyakasha? That was a booyakasha. Does that booyakasha. translate to anything in English? Uh, Ali G, dog. Oh, man. Did you see his last movie? No, but booyakasha. You what well, you saw it right, Justin? With the dictator? No, 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 no. It was uh, Talladega Nights. No, come on. Uh, <laughs> the name is the Brothers Grimm. Oh, oh, of course I did. Yeah, of course they end up like in the cow, in an elephant. Wonderful, in an elephant. wonderful movie. All right, wonder, uh, wonderful moment. I highly I gotta recommend. Feed, uh, I gotta feed Tyson. He's looking at me. Can we like hurry this up, you fucking? talkers so uh whatever podcast app you have uh <laughs> apple podcasts and i'd assume all the other ones uh search- giggling. you hear matt giggling well he he is a giggler he's yeah. a uh what a, a pisces is that what you are matt no i don't know but what if means. i if i were gonna be a batman villain my name would be the giggler <laughs> the giggler the giggler so uh uh hey, geek. yo just here real quick subscribe to the podcast uh you know why uh rate and review it uh it helps us uh we say in more ways than we know we kind of know how it helps us uh with rankings and things like that but yeah truth is we really don't know but uh on itunes specifically that's where that's where we're looking please do that and uh we've alluded to this a few times in the past but uh this is something we are actually going to do very soon we're going to set a goal uh for actual ratings in itunes and once we hit that goal we're going to uh, give back with a, uh, uh, an exclusive Facebook Live uh, episode. So we're going to figure out what that goal will be and when we're going to do that. And stay tuned for that. One last time, facebook.com slash groups slash chocolate croissants. Uh, we are shutting down episode 39 as we shut down the year of 2017. Um, but Matt, you go by the, the Jewish calendar, don't you? It's like 5,000 something. Oh my God! Seriously, he does. He does. And he also believes right. that Christmas is January the twelfth. So, right, everyone who's listening, I love you. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go now. But, um, but this yeah, has been a year of many Jordans. Thank you guys so so much. Um, I'm sorry for my podcast partners. I'm really sorry. Guys. And with that, Jordan is gonna tell you all for one last time of 2017. <laughs> That I'm delighted that there was a Buck Cherry reference on this episode. And uh, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>